backdoor cut. <laughs> How you feeling, mate? Uh, apologies if that was not the most enthusiastic backdoor cut I've offered. No, in our you, 50, mate, it was good. In our 50 episodes. This is dropping again. This is 51. 50 yeah, boy. Um, You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name's Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty. Hello. And Jake Eisenberg. Yo, yo. Um, as Beatty just mentioned, this is our 51st episode now, which oh. I, I don't know about you fellas, but I feel that makes us... A veteran, we're not a rookie anymore. Oh mate, we're deep in this pod in the pod game. Yeah, we out mean, here. Yeah, that's how it goes in the NBA, right? You're a rookie. We're and past then you're our a rookie scale contract. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Steph just threw We've a terrible that. We've got turnover. That first extension. Yeah. Um, we're well, a little bit distracted because we're watching games Trailblazers two. versus Warriors live, and Seth just picked Steph's pocket up seven five to go. Second time this game, mind yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, but he just threw it into. He the just threw it row. to one of his teammates <laughs> standing on the bench. <laughs> And Seth Curry hit a three in Steph's face earlier yeah. as well. It's an awesome dynamic, like Seth getting to be on this stage with yeah. Seth. Their Fuck parents Steph. must be doing jumping jacks, man. What a dream come true. I Our mean, two yeah. sons are versing each other in the Western Conference Finals. Oh, so I mean, great drinking game. Every time they cut to the, to the uh, Curry parents, it should be a, should be a shot. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be, true. And you'll be, awesome you'll be floored. Yeah. <laughs> floored. Although it was supposed to happen in the East too with the Gasol brothers. Yep, it was supposed to happen. Oh, Pal eating, eating chips on the sideline. Yeah, he's basically done at this point, but yeah. He's a buck. He is a buck. <laughs> I don't know if he's played any games for them. I'm not sure, but yeah, he is a buck. Uh, well, let's rip straight in, fellas. I think the biggest news this week, obviously, would have been the draft lottery yesterday. Huge ramifications, oh. I feel. Absolutely massive. We've got Zion probably, or definitely, yeah. going number one to the Pelicans of all teams. Do karmic retribution or I don't know, but it's insane that it's worked out this way for the Pelicans. Uh, uh, well, they were a middling lottery team, I suppose. They weren't 6%, like, wasn't it? They weren't the worst Yeah, they, they were a 6% chance to win the first overall pick. I know we brought this up a few episodes ago, lads, but we should probably revisit it. Has tanking been killed? Is it dead? The Suns got the sixth pick. Hmm. In, I, uh, this, in this draft. Yeah, well, what, I think it was the Suns, Cleveland, yep. the Knicks. Who was Ho- the other? Hawks, the Lakers, or... Knicks, Grizzlies. No, I no, mean, like, the, in the terms best of chances, chances oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right. They were equal 14 Knicks, each. Suns, Cavs. And, and then, then Bulls were just behind them. And then Hawks as well. And Hawks ended up at 10. Hawks were the big losers, I think, yeah. of the yeah. whole. Because considering that they had two picks because of the, um, yeah. the Doncic trade so last year. So you could argue that they played it very smart by trying to stay somewhat competitive last year because had they just pulled the floor out and tanked mm. and ended up getting the 10th pick. Yeah. That, they'd be in strife. But so maybe, you know, they, they that, four, players that four extra percent chance. I think I think flattening of it is now going to, like, it stops fan bases obsessing over, like, the odd win here and there. Yeah. Which is what we really want. You don't, you don't have people, teams like the Knicks, well, tanking from the second week of the season. Pelicans won plenty of games, man. They played great a few yeah. times. I mean, like, they also had their star city on the sideline for, I think what it, what it hasn't isn't going to stop. Look, you're still rewarding... Teams that are worse with better odds, right? Of course, which it's, makes sense. And we saw it towards the end of the season that the teams in the in the like the top end of the lottery trying to get get, get lower. Down, yeah. So like the, the Mavs like tanking their face off to yeah. increase their percentages a little bit. I don't think we're going to ever get rid of yeah. it. But the last month or six weeks of the season, there's going to be tanking. I think I think what just it, how it goes. <coughs> You're right. It might not like there'll still be teams trying to, you know, get a couple more percentage points on their thing. But I think it'll just be like a one-off every time. The Mavs will 
this year, try and get a couple extra percentage points because it's not looking too good. But next year, we'll reevaluate. I think what it's killed is the, the process. You can't be a Sam mm-hmm. Hinkie anymore. You can't completely plan to be bad for five years yep. because you might not get anything from it. it mm. It'll ruin a franchise, essentially. And look, and you make that push to get to the playoffs because even if you don't make it, your fringe odds are still good, right? Like 6% is a low chance, but it's not 2% or 1%. It's kind of tri- tripling the, your odds. The Bulls had 1.5% chance less than the top three teams to yeah. get the number one pick, and they're going seventh for the third year in a row. So, like, 10%, 14%, what's the difference, Man, that's, really? that's the wheelhouse for the Bulls right here. Hey, if we can get another Lowry slash yeah. Wendell Carter, I'll be... Uh, are you? Uh, what are your to, to make it personal? What are your thoughts? Are you happy with seven? Yeah, I, I feel like I'd be pissed. Fan, listen, I would be listen, s- listen. If I got sixth, fifth, or eighth, I'd be furious. But because <laughs> but because it's seven, and we seem to have a bit of a niche in this seven, you do a niche. I'll, I'll, of, co- I'll cop it on the chin, mate. And look, this 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 is the draft to end up in the four through eight nine range. It sounds like after. Depending on how you feel about RJ, mm. even three through nine, it's like you can you kind of choose a guy that's more of a fit or you know. Well, yeah, it's, everyone's big boards are a bit different. It's early days in the whole big board sort of a thing. Yeah. but I, f- I feel like uh, Grizzlies and Pelicans will pretty much have cemented their. Well, yeah, I think though. the consensus is that the top two is what it is: Zion and Ja Morant, and yeah. then after that, I think RJ is probably the consensus third. Mm. But then beyond that, it's just like, oh, who knows? But that like the Knicks have the third pick, so are they even going to keep it? Is I RJ don't. Even I don't there? think so. I don't well, think so. Either. It depends, though, right? Like, if I know the Knicks, or if we know the Knicks, and we do, I feel like drafting lots of young talent long term is a really smart thing to do. But the Knicks are gonna trade all their young assets and try and make a big three in one off season. Yeah, and I mean, if they're if they're recruiting Kevin Durant, that's the timeline that they're on. So I mean, it's it's the same sort of thing that LeBron has copped criticism for in the past, where you, you don't put a rookie with LeBron because he doesn't want to play with a rookie because he's trying to win a championship. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't I don't think Kyrie and Kevin Durant is a, is a you know um, what's a nurturing environment no. yeah. <laughs> for for a young player. I think that that. I mean, we assuming. I think all of the um, the tampering has occurred. Kevin Durant's going to going to the Knicks, and you you just you trade that pick for for more established talent. Um, but yeah, after, but I've seen some boards with RJ still ahead of Jar. Like he he is this a six seven six eight. Like, I think on wing. a big board he might be ahead of Jar, but in a mock draft, knowing the Grizzlies are going second. It's Jar ten times out of 10. Oh, 100 percent. I think so yeah, as well. Definitely. I mean, they, I think they should take yeah. take Jar. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with tanking. So should we kind of run through what the Pelicans are going to do? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Are they going to? Is Anthony Davis going to reconsider? First things first. I think he. I think he. The key word is reconsider. I don't think it's he's going to make any decision one way or the other. But you, surely you have to, right? I'm. I'm. Yeah, like I think after the, seeing we just pulled the number one pick, you would think like, oh. Ever since <laughs> everything's kind of gone downhill for the Pelicans, I think that ownership group have made good moves. They brought in David Griffin, and then they get this prize asset number one pick, and it's all of a sudden now, do you have faith in David Griffin to build a good basketball team around Zion Williamson? And if you're Anthony Davis, do you want to be a part of that? Would you rather be a part of that than play with aging LeBron, basically? Yeah, or aging, but it's all the Clippers or the Celtics. I think yeah. that's where, if you're AD, that's where you should want to go. Um, 
And if you're the Pelicans... Yeah, but he doesn't because of the whole clutch thing. Yeah, I think he definitely wants to play. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're in somewhat of a win-win right here. Of course, yeah. Say he stays, they've got Zion, Drew Holiday, and Anthony Davis. Wicked. It's a say he leaves, core. you probably get like either Jalen or Jason Tatum back, a couple of other young guns, and Zion. And yes. then you build a whole core of young players. So I think they'll have two plans in place. And they'll be happy with whichever one they get. I think AD um, is going to want to leave because even though you get Zion and he could really help a team <laughs> starting from his first year and his second year, you still have to wait three, four, five years for him to enter his prime, right? Yeah, of course. I I was saying earlier, I think that they should trade Anthony Davis because they and get the best possible package they can and build around this Zion guy for the next Not five years. Not to mention, they've got a five years. very valuable trade asset in Drew Holiday as well. Well, I don't think they need to trade him. Yeah, I think, yeah. I would, you think you should keep Drew and you trade him to either the Celtics or the Clippers, in my opinion. Those are the two best packages. Um, and I think we... so. I think the other one to, to float as well is the possibility of them trading him, trading Davis to the Knicks for the third pick. Yeah, so let's. Yeah, so yeah. I actually I don't think this package is, is actually is anywhere near as good as the Clippers or Jake the Celtics. The, before we started recording, theoretically, mm-hmm. the Knicks could offer the three pick, uh, which is not that valuable. Well, it's still valuable. It's valuable in the sense that you get four years of RJ Barrett on yep. a rookie contract. And it's valuable in the sense that you got the first and third And pick. if you have genuine concerns about Brandon Ingram or Jason Tatum and how good they could possibly be, well, you know, you would rather take the unknown, I suppose. I've had a few... Yeah, but... I've read a few scouts this week compare RJ Barrett to a very unpolished James Harden. It's ridiculous. Well, that's a... That's it's a ridiculous. Very... It's a stupid comp. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to put anything on that. I don't Dude, know. he's a f- he could be a five-time MVP. It's like I think I hate these comps. It's like he's like kind of James Harden <laughs> could be maybe be a little less polished. Like, don't put that kind of press. Like Trey Young in the Steph Curry comparison. It's like or Jason Tatum in the whatever. Kobe. Compa- yeah. yeah. Oh, but look. I so, but the number three pick. There's only one blue chipper in this in this draft. Yeah. Even if you love John Moran, there's still heaps of questions with him. There's he's. Small, the shots an issue. Dude, in my eyes, there's questions with Zion. Like, oh, not really. No, I don't think so. I don't he's think so. clearly got the talent. He's clearly got the whole package, everything. everything. But he is a big boy. And look, look at say, my the first thing that pops into my head is Shaq. When he entered the league, he was somewhat athletic. He was fit, you know, strong. And as time went on, that disappeared, and he started to get yeah. But he won four heavy. chips. He did, but he was seven foot tall. <laughs> This guy's not seven foot tall. Doesn't he matter. needs his speed. Yeah, but I think also Dude, it's, he's gonna be fine. it's easier to lose the the bulk, the weight, than it is to sort of put it on. He's going into this NBA environment yeah, where I, the I training and I, everything. I don't. I don't think it is not a concern. I think the bigger concern is the jump shot, if anything else. And even yeah, and, then, and the jump shot. But it's already like, like kind of there, and he doesn't yeah. even need it. Well, yeah. he does need it. No, but, but, like, he, but he, he he can kind yeah. of shoot, and he's willing. He, he can. You he's can tell he's a fucking hard worker. Look at Yana. He's gonna be like my money is like. Better yeah, than Anthony I, Davis, easy I'm, money. I'm with you. I, I'm on yeah. Anthony da- uh, uh, Zion succeeding as well, but I don't think it's an absolute sure thing as everyone makes it out to be. There is. What do, what, what do you mean by he's not a sure thing though? Like he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not like a starter. He's like I think he's a guaranteed ten All Star type of guy. Yeah, I, that's what I, I think I, he is. I I, pr- I believe he's projecting that way. Yeah. I am with you 100. Mm-hmm. percent But there is 
tiny little like what? I think he's the best prospect flags. since Davis. Yeah, like what? Like what is I, his? I really like what are his? What are his flaws? To me, his size. That's it. I'd, I'd been, what, but he, that, and he's undersized, or he's just too big for his height. He's too big for his height. Yeah, I, I don't think it. I think it, he'll drop the weight if they need to drop. And, weight. I, and I'm but to say, look I'm at Luka Doncic yeah. this year. I'm I think confident it's a he thing. will. I think that's such a. I mean, if you if you think that's a concern, but sure, but like. I'm still, if I'm the Pelicans, it does not even cross my mind. I'm picking him number one. I mean, the other thing that I, with this draft, and I I don't think any of us have done too much research on on this class, but like, there's no random European dude who nobody knows. I don't know any, surely a name's going to come out in the next couple of weeks. It's just like, oh, this guy, this guy's going to like pop out of nowhere and become like the fourth Apparently, apparently, and I'm in Paul Zingas. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a bit frustrated because I should have remembered this guy's name before I came on and I didn't. But he played with... The same team that Jonah Bolden played on in Europe, some Serbian fella, and apparently he's a freak. Uh, he's the he's the new. All right. European. We're, right on, we're off track. We're off track. Yeah. Zion yeah. is probably going to be a uh, like. I think next, the Pelicans yeah. take him. Anyway, doesn't they have Every intention of keeping so him. So who do the, I think? I, 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 we all yeah. think that they're going to trade Anthony Davis. Where should he go? Because so we were at oh, the, the Knicks, Knicks at the, the Knicks, Knicks package. Right. We got so, number three. We got Kevin Knox. We got Alonzo Trier. We got Dennis Mitchell Smith Robinson. and Mitchell Robinson. None of those, in my eyes, are blue chip prospects. Jason Tatum and, and Brandon Ingram and say Shea Gilders Alexandra. Wow, it's really hard to say when you're <laughs> yeah. when you're excited. Um, are all blue chip prospects See, still? I, I don't think any of them are either. They are. I really don't think they but are. But the thing is... With, put it this way. Do you think Ben Simmons is a blue chip prospect? Yes. I, I don't even think Ben Simmons is But we, 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 I mean, but, but these are like... As, it's all relative, right? There aren't any better prospects than these guys. Yeah. The Knicks package... Though, that are available. It's not centered around any one guy. It's centered around... You're getting four or five prospects here. You're getting five C plus prospects. But that's what you do. If you, no, you don't, drafted you, Zion and you want to build a young core, you need these... Like, no you, one's just going to shine You take swings away. on the highest upside guys. And that's SGA Tatum and maybe Ingram, but you, that but he's got the the health issues now. Do you, do you think Kevin Knox? No, nah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But he's Trier, very young Trier is like twenty four already. Mitchell Robinson short is that's a bad fit with Zion anyway. Um, Dennis Smith, I think we all know what we how we feel about Dennis. Smith. I think Mitchell Robinson. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to talk too much on Mitchell Robinson. He's not bad. Yeah, I agree. But like, do you agree that there's of that Knicks package? Yeah, the number the, the, three picks the best. Obviously, you would take any of Tatum or Ingram or any of those guys. So yeah. that's that's my my kind of point. I don't know. It. My thing is more: do the Pelicans hold on until the deadline, or do they trade Davis in the summer? You, you depreciate the, the what you're going to get back. I think but it's do in you, the summer. Do you not try and salvage it that relationship and take that extra time and see if maybe Zion and I think that's what they'd be doing right this second. They'd been try. They would be trying and talking to Anthony yeah. Davis, being like, "What do you think? We just got the number one pick, all that kind of stuff." I, I think they try and salvage it, but I just don't think that he wants. Yeah, to stay. if he, if he doesn't give an indication that yeah, I'm all in in the next couple of weeks i think they will try and get this court around zion for when he arrives i don't think they'll hang on i actually think that they've they've got a cultural phenomenon here like they've already sold three thousand more season tickets yeah. than any other year with anthony davis i think you have a chance to kind of reset mm. and get rid of all this bullshit from anthony davis and you can get amazing trade out like now that you have zion you can even that Knicks deal, mm. even though I don't think it's the best one on the table, it's still a really good package. I think it's a good package. It's a great package. Thing. I the like Pelicans the Pelicans have like three wicked packages yeah. to yeah. pick from. Even the Lakers one now, the, like I know there's issues with Brandon Ingram, Ingram but they're going to offer Ingram, Ball, Josh Hart, Kuzma, yeah. the number four pick. That's really good as well. But, okay, what do you guys think about this though? Clippers, 
SGA, Landry, Shamit, plus picks, because they don't need to bring back cap space, because they, I mean, exchange salaries, because they have the cap space. I think that, I think SGA and Jason Tatum are the clearest, best prospects out of these four. I know you mentioned Ben Simmons. I don't think that's actually on the table yeah, there, yeah, until until we start hearing rumors. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know, I know how you feel about Jason Tatum. And even in this year from hell, even in this year from hell, he still shot 37% from three. Like, he still had a really good... Really good. I'm trying to find his points per game here. If, I, if I'm the Pelicans, I find someone like Jason Tatum attractive because, say, Zion is too slow for the three, they could switch him. They could put him at the four and they could put Tatum at the three. Say Zion is really effective at the three but not the four, they could put Tatum up to the four and they could put Zion on the three. They could kind of figure it out as yeah, they but, go. I mean, you get that with Ingram as well. Yeah, you do get it with Ingram I, I as think, well. I, the but other you have thing, blood clot issues. The other, yeah, that's the scary thing about Ingram. I think that's a legitimate worry if, if I was ever trading for Ingram. The other, the other thing is as well, like, I think you want to be trying to be on the front foot to appease Zion from the get-go because mm-hmm. obviously the Pelicans failed with Davis. They had seven yeah. years and they couldn't keep him happy and now he wants to leave. Um, so with Zion, you, you, the, you're on the clock already in yeah. a sense. He hasn't played a minute for you, but you want to make him happy and make sure that you he gotta get this wants one right. to stay. Yeah. So in a sense, like I think that's where you can put some weight to to the the Knicks thing with RJ. Like if that's obviously they played together at Duke and they're good mates. I think they're on a similar timeline. I think there could be issues with the... I mean, Tatum is will be a third-year player by next year, right? And he's a guy who's been talked about as a franchise player. Is he going to fit next to Zion, who I think is clearly already going to be a franchise mm. player? Like, I don't know whether there, there's a potential sort of a prospect for that to clash or or whether you know rj is more of a clear number two and happy mm. with that or i don't know i actually don't don't love the idea of zion and rj playing together because rj is very ball dominant guy yeah. um Look, and it didn't it work didn't, it didn't it didn't work it didn't work and, did, yeah. <laughs> and i think and i actually think that it's better to stagger guys for as far this is a uh, shout out John Corrales bringing this idea to me. Like, you want to have your contracts kind of staggered. You don't want guys all coming up on the exact same, same year, right? So, what um, is good about um, the Celtics package? If you give them Jalen, Marcus, like, I actually think Jalen's a, a better fit. He's he's a elite elite role player because he's gonna just do his thing. And I think you risked with Tatum him wanting to be the guy, but um, you have them on the different timelines, and you get Tatum or Jalen and Marcus Smart on a good contract, and then you have the Memphis pick pushed out down the line, plus number 14 this year, plus number 20 this year. You kind of stagger these assets across the next three, four years, and that's why I like... I mean, I'm obviously biased, and I actually think that the Celtics have issues with the timing of this whole thing because they need Kyrie to confirm if he's staying well, or whatever. Well, that's the thing, like, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I actually think that the... Like, if you can get Jalen Tatum, Smart, and Picks, you take that package. It's probably the best. But, you, but I don't think the Celtics do that. I uh, yeah, the, like Danny Ainge has, for years, shown he's not all about giving everything at once. He mm. likes playing hardball. I sincerely doubt they were to give all that talent. Actually, for... he rarely gets in a bidding war. So like yeah. with the, with the Fultz pick, <clears throat> there's no one else really going going around. But yeah, um, I, so I mean, how would you rank these teams as far as packages? If you're the Pelicans. If I was For me, Pelican, it goes Celtics, Clippers, Knicks, Lakers. Yeah, if I, I, I think I agree with you. If I was the Pelicans, I would want Celtics number one because in return, I'm going to get guys 
that not only are talented and have a huge future ahead of them, but they've already played very meaningful mm. playoff games. Can I just jump in one second? Imagine a backcourt of Drew Holiday and Marcus Smart and then oh, J- and then, and then Jalen or Tatum plus Zion on the wing. It'd be pretty fearsome. That is insane. I, I really insane. don't know. I think all of these packages have pros and cons. I, I don't think there's a clear... I think the Celtics is the closest to being a clear number one, but at plus the same time, like, I don't feel good about it. I'd rather just have Anthony Davis if I if I could convince him to stay. And yeah, change yeah, his I, mind. I do think that's the the number one. But I mean, I I have faith that this Griffin hire is good. Things are happening in New Orleans. I think mm. for for as much as much pessimism as much <laughs> pessimism that was around that franchise. What whenever Davis dropped that whole Three trading bombshell, bombshell, like it's I think it's on the up now. I think. I don't know. I don't know if I put my my tinfoil hat on and say this is an Adam Silver special to give him the That's number one. That's what Josh one was and, saying before. And to try and um, Jake thinks I'm talking bollocks. I just yeah, think it's ridiculous. Like, wait, That's probably too too, too they, speculative. We, we won't get into that. Don't they want the <laughs> Pel- Don't they want them to move to Seattle anyway? <laughs> um, quickly on the Grizz, I th- do we all think they'll take Morant? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think they should 100%. take Morant. I'll put do we five thousand grand? Do we on think it? we talked a little <laughs> five, bit? In five thousand grand. We talked a bit in our chat about Conley and. Do you, yeah. Do you think that he'll move on now? They'll look to definitely, try and move him. It's definitely. a pretty bad contract to try and move. But he's, but he's a good player. But so if, if they could get going to help a playoff. Imagine team. if they could get a couple of picks, like for next year's draft for Conley. I've <coughs> had Jaron Jackson last year, John Morant, and then more players coming in. Yeah. Not um, to mention they've already got like veterans on contracts that are decent players. They got JV. They got mm. they got guys like. I mean, this is a very good yeah. situation in Memphis. I would be chuffed if I were them. I, I think they go into Brooklyn Nets mode. You go into asset accumulation yeah. mode. Oh, yeah. Um, Not like their players are good enough now yeah. to play decent basketball. I, I mean, they were pretty bad last year. I think they'll be bad they again. Pretty bad, but they'll like, be bad again this year. And they, as well. and they weren't like, like Suns bad. They but, had promise. They were Hawks bad. I I, but, but you know, we, went, we talked about the tanking thing earlier and how the Grizz were doing the opposite of teams in the middle. They were mm. actually actively trying to convey their pick to the Celtics. Um, it's actually worked out well because they jumped up to the two, but could the Celtics still maybe? Um, <clears throat> but now I think that other teams in that area are going to just be playing normal basketball. I do think the Grizz are going to be pretty bad if they trade Michael Conley next year. Like, Jaron Jackson showed promise, but he's still a second-year dude, and, like, John Morant's going to be a rookie point guard, who, and that shit takes time. Yeah, they're going to be... Yeah, the roster's the, the like, the really bad. The, the, I think they've got the, the potential to go from bad to good quite quickly. I mean, I it also depends time. when they convey that Celtics pick as well. So yeah, it's like I mean, you should tank one more year and get it into. Yeah. Best case scenario for them is they get the number one overall pick the next year, and then they become good in that next year, and then they give the Celtics the fifteenth pick or something like mm. that. Um, that's terrible news for for the Celtics, <laughs> but um, we're hoping they're bad for the next two years. But, um, yeah, I think you go into asset accumulation mode, Definitely. And, and you and you just you and you, you they, they just try and play good basketball, which Definitely. is why I think that you know yeah. some of the the karma. Um, God's rewarded the Grizzlies for playing good basketball all year. Um, I think they played good basketball because they wanted to convey the pick, but, you know, um, I think they trade Conley to the Jazz. I think the Jazz need to try and get that done because they need a dynamic playmaker on that squad so badly. Yeah, absolutely. And imagine what he would do for the Jazz and what the Jazz could potentially send back Dante Exum or something to the Grizz, which injured, yes, but 
You know, but, 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 an, but like a at, young asset yeah. kind of guy. You get... That, that's I don't a, know. That's honestly, a, I don't know how they match the salary. That's I feel a very like Brooklyn move Conlon, too. Conley's salary is so high. Like the 26, jazz. right? Yeah. Oh, you can make it work. I mean, Exum's on a relatively... Exum's on like 10 or 11 mm. or 12, something like that. And then you throw in Grayson, you're at, you're at like 15. You can make find another 11 They'll somewhere. figure it out. Um, and then the third and fourth picks, of course, are the Knicks and Lakers, who show no indication of actually keeping their picks. Mm. So maybe we won't go into this too much. But I, yeah. I think we did a little bit already with the Knicks and trading yeah. potentially. The question begs, has this proven that the tanking is dead? No, we won't know until the next three years. Yeah, yeah I think it's a longer term thing. Yeah, we don't, like teams might just tank the shit out of it again next year. <laughs> like the Suns are going to be bad again next year. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're not tanking. Be... They, just <laughs> they just suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more meant like the... The Philly, where you you literally get rid of your yeah, players I think the process stuff. I think that's done. I think that was done even before this whole lottery reform because I think the NBA just didn't hack that anymore. The mm. whole them forcing Hinky out and basically forcing Philadelphia to start trying to yeah. win games. That was kind of they took that action before the lottery reform. Yeah. <laughs> God bless Hinky. Um, Lakers. I'm assuming LeBron's not super. Pumped to play with Jared Culver or no. DeAndre Hunter. That picks. What, what are they going to do with that? Is that is that part? Are they oh. gonna, that's part of their Dude, package for AD. I reckon. I reckon they go get Bre- Beal. As far as yeah, I don't know. I don't, but they got. They got to trade someone. The only dude that is guaranteed to be playing for the Lakers next year is LeBron. I would say that's pretty yeah, accurate. The only dude. As much as the the, the people try and throw these rumors out about LeBron being on the trade block, that's just a zero percent chance. Please, I kind of want it to happen at this point. Yeah, because yeah. he's kind of stuck right Save now. Save Bron. Save, yeah. <laughs> Free bro. Save him. I'm sure if he asked for it, he's like, yo, can you just train me train to the Clippers? Me. <laughs> I don't know. I have to move. Hollywood kind of sucks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Send me to New York. <laughs> well, just like the Kings up the road, just somewhere on the West Coast. I'll just I'll hang around. Almost every team on the West Coast is in a better position than the Lakers. Than the Lakers, yeah. Um, moving on from... To some actual current playoff Yeah, moving on from basketball. potential future basketball, let's talk about... The playoffs, which are happening as we speak. Or should we just... the? We'll, we'll get back to this in a moment, but the Warriors did just beat the yeah. Trailblazers 114 to 111. For those, How they came back, I have no idea, but they did. Those following at home, Jake has the Warriors uh, to sweep the Blazers at, at paying 6-1. to one. <laughs> Very nice. That's very, a bit of a Denari right there. Yeah, it's very Denari. It might be a bit late for you guys though, out there. Uh, but before we get into this one, we should farewell our dearly departed mm. and give... A solemn rest in peace and moment silence to both the Philadelphia 76ers and the Denver Nuggets. May God let them rest in peace. <laughs> Ooh, always gives me chills, that. Father, the son, and the process. Yeah. <laughs> Just quickly, that that game seven final shot from Kawhi yeah. was that's sick. Probably the moment of the season, I think. Yeah, yeah. it point. made my hair stand up. Yeah, you, I mean, you got Lillard and the Kawhi. It's kind of like game, this, uh, round one, round two. Those are the moments. I feel like that Kawhi shot was sitting on the rim oh. for like ten years. Crazy. <laughs> that was Just so agonizing. Yeah. Like, Dude. oh my god. <laughs> Um, Joel Embiid's reaction, just like uh, the I, whole aftermath of that, was just insane. Oi, but people give Joel credit for like uh, give him shit for crying. And Do they? The game if and people are give, people that are giving him shit for crying are 
idiots. Yeah, well, I did see a bunch of people give him shit for it, but personally, stupid. I reckon Joel cares so yeah. much. Next season, he is going to be so frightening. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a point to prove, and he's going to come back with a fucking vengeance. I really do think... Like, I love... Like, I hate the Sixers, but I, like... I get chills seeing guys that care so much about the game yeah, like that. Yeah, the Sixers like, really do care. Brett Brown, Joel well, Embiid, sure, like, Jimmy Butler. Well, I think Ben huh. is the other Yeah, I don't know. Ben, ben didn't react quite the same. Yeah. Um, like, okay. But jo- Joel clearly, like, he's the most competitive guy, loves Philly. I think this summer for him needs to be 100% focused on his body and his diet. Yeah, I reckon he's going to have a Janus summer. He's just going to yeah. keep to himself and train. It just needs to be like, it needs to be full reload on the diet. Like go, go to the Tom Brady, go to the TB12 facility, <laughs> get on the avocado ice cream. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like he's, 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 he's not good with the diet and all that stuff. And for someone like him, he needs to be doing everything he possibly can. Like he's 24, yeah, he's eating cheeseburgers before s- the game, 24, seven foot one with all, like all these niggling injuries, man. Like you've got to, really really do everything in your power to take care of yourself because if you don't i like it's gonna go the wrong you go the other way probably um on the contrary we've got the nuggets and that is that's it is that it for the sixes no no we'll come back we'll come, come back, back to them. i'm just going to quickly touch on the nuggets Jesus. They, they've also got a seven foot big man that could lose some weight do you think he will dedicate himself but he doesn't even need to i don't does, even he does, think it yeah he, he will probably but like it's not as important for him he just like chugs along he he doesn't play high impact basketball his game is not the same. He doesn't play with the same physicality that Joel plays with. And it, it's very... I feel like Jokic will still be playing this way when he's 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's still and it'll still be just as efficient and just as effective. And in terms of the impact on his body, like it doesn't, it doesn't seem to affect him in, in any way. Like everyone sort of made jokes about that whole Four fitness and the, and the four overtime and is he going to make it? And it, he just plugged he along it, and baby. kept doing it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He's kind of like... Jogs up and down the court, like gets he gets a bit of a uh, he did look tired, a, a quick he, jog. He, he, he was obviously <laughs> off his feet, but like he's just got that slow, pu- pu- purposeful up and under pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, and then just rolls rolls it in or chucks throws it. Throws a hell of a shoulder around the back, overhead bounce pass to Jamal Murray in the corner. Like. This is a perfect example of, of diversity in an athlete in the NBA, and yeah. he's not this fast twitch like gonna throw down sick jams on you. He's just this. Me- meandering European white dude who looks clumsy. He looks like he's always going to fall over. But yeah, he can throw a pass and he can make a play. So these teams, what are, what are they going to do this off season? How how are they? Gonna I think do? the Nuggets. I mean, it's Michael Porter Jr. Right? That's yeah, the, that definite X factor, man. The, I saw him do a windmill dunk the other they're, day. They're the two <laughs> seed, and they're going to potentially add the rookie of the year to yeah. their roster. I mean, I know it's it's going to be interesting that Zion versus Michael Porter, but, <laughs> but um, he's six ten. Oh, dude, he's, he's, a, a, he's a KD body yeah, almost. But like he's strong, and and he has the skill as well. Like he's just a skillful player. Like I, I think that we're all kind of sleeping on that because we haven't seen him in a year. And he can step the 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 one position that's held by an old guy at the moment, Paul Millsap. He can just fill right in. Well, I, I think that they have to decide what to do with his with his contract. They should re up him if he's keen on a cheaper deal. Yeah, definitely. Um, For sure. Question: Who would you rather have for the next? For their career, if you had to pick right now, Embiid or Jokic? Embiid. I'd, 
I, I'd probably say Embiid too, but I don't feel good about Even it. Even with the... So I think Embiid's the a better player. The injury like, thing dude, kind of it's terrifying, out, man. That's yeah. that's the only worry, though. If, if, you could tell me, <laughs> if you could tell me right now, both of them will be healthy. But obviously, no, like, that's, then the, I choose the, the, Embiid. The, yeah, Get the, out of here, Joshy. I'm, I'm, going, can't have I'm still going Embiid. I'll take the risk. That's a huge I'll take high risk. High I don't know. I, I'm not even thinking about it now. I'm starting to change yeah. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're guaranteed. That you're almost like the, we just talked about how Jokic plays. I reckon you're guaranteed to have a long career with him versus Embiid. I reckon you're 50 50 with whether or not he I'm makes it to 30. Knock on this wood. Oh, I want it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other thing as well, right? Jokic managed to drag his team to two in the West. Yeah. Embiid yeah. is, I mean, we've talked about all season about this clusterfuck at the top of the yeah. East and like there's all this talent and across four different teams and it's like. Jokic managed to do it in the West against James Harden, the Rockets, and all these other great teams. So, I don't know. I think we still, well, I personally still disrespect Jokic a little bit too much, and I've got to try and wean <laughs> back a little bit, wind it back, and pay him a bit more respect because he's a good player, man. And what's Philly going to do? They've got huge free agency coming up. Well, they've already, Brett Brown's coming back. Yeah. Oh, they've announced that. Excellent. I know. After excellent all the news. speculation. Yeah. I, I think it was good. good that they announced it early. They just got uh, it out good. of the way. Dude, yeah. there's no way they could have got rid of him. Watching well, that, like... Who are you bringing in? My thing, yeah, my thing <laughs> is that. Who are you going to bring in? There's no Fred one Hoberg. There's no one better suited at that point. There's no, yeah. like, obvious answer. Not like, to mention, like, no one else... That, no, even Pop, if they brought Pop in, no one was there when they sucked. No one fought with them through that. He has... It's not a, a reason to keep him, though. I know, but he has a, a motivational connection with this team and these players that no one else could give. <clears throat> and he's... Sexy as fuck. Yeah, he's a, he's a cool dude. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I don't know in terms of who they try and re-sign. To be honest, yeah, they're in a tough. I don't spot. think it's worth keeping Toby around. I think. So, so what are you si- Sorry, go ahead. I, well, I was gonna say I think to go from Toby. I think Jimmy really proved himself in the playoffs. Yeah, he really proved his importance. But I agree, but like, is that the, the same best? time? Like, he's going to be thirty next season, and you're going to sign him for four years, and. We must not forget. We he's must a, not forget. He's a t- he's a Thibodeau soldier. Is he that, run, isn't the miles he the runs legs. him into the ground. Yeah. Like he's 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 an older twenty nine. I guess so, but like he he's one of those guys who takes so much care of himself. Yeah, um, but I that still frightens me. I've never seen a player. Yeah, and but I survive through. Teams. I do think that like if like Jim like he Jimmy kind of saved himself for the playoffs. Yeah. Like he, and in theory, he should be able to do that for the next two or three years with Embiid and Simmons kind of carrying the regular, especially Simmons, should be able to carry the regular season load. I think yeah. we all know. If it, Jimmy's this, happy to like settle into a somewhat Andre yeah. Iguodala role as he gets older, mm. then great. The, the, and the, I mean, it all comes back to Ben. His ceiling is, is, is the sixes right here. Like, I, if, if he doesn't come back with a jump shot or like, with an improved game because he ha- he's the, the X factor. He, he can take them from being but where they are now to being a top 10 guy. He, he's got, like, he has everything. He, he can't just make a jump shot in one summer. No, but he doesn't have to make it in one summer. He's come back next year and be able to shoot from like 14 feet and be willing to shoot two threes again. Look, Giannis shot under 10% from three for the first two months of the season but took one or two threes a game. It's all he has to do. I am so... I've never been more pessimistic about Ben than I <laughs> And, and like, is it maybe not, maybe after game one in whatever it was against Toronto, I, I was pretty. Is it not pretty the, negative? Is it not, <laughs> is it not the body language? It's just like the unwillingness to to take a shot, man. Even it's just an attitude thing. Like, what, dude? Like, you need. It's exactly right. Their ceiling is tied to Ben, and if if he can't get better, well, they're not going to get better. There's only so much that Joel can do, and Ben's limitations in the half court 
in the playoffs is just going to get exposed and it's going to put extra load on Joel or extra mm. load on, on mm. Jimmy Butler or whoever else is there. And I, I, I think it also it just caps his, his potential as a player. He's not going to be as good as we all thought he was going to be if he can't shoot a jumper. Yeah. Like if he, can't, like, he doesn't well, have to be a he, good shooter. He probably could be as good as we all thought he was going to be if Joel Embiid was a sniper. But, but Joel Embiid's not a sniper. But, he, but Joel shoots well enough from three for what he should have to well, do. Well, yeah, he's a centre, exactly. He, he's shooting 30% from three and he does everything, everything else. He's a yeah. defensive player of the year candidate. He's an unstoppable force in the in the paint. Like, he shouldn't... He shouldn't. It shouldn't be his responsibility. Like, and I think he will get better at shooting threes. Like, he was better this year. I think he needs to focus on his body and shooting threes all summer, um, and just continue to get better. But I, I think the six has come down to Ben's progression. Do Do you think if he comes back next season and he still doesn't have a semblance of a jump shot, he clearly hasn't tried to fix it, <coughs> will they start to think about trading him? Yeah, I think they should be thinking about well, it. Well, his extension, he's, he's eligible for an extension before the start of next season. Yeah, because he just finished his third, third year. Third year in the league, yeah, yeah. Second year playing, but third yeah. year in the league. So, I mean, I, I you imagine win. the Sixers will, yeah. will offer it to him and then it's up to him to take it. Well, you imagine that he will, but he may not. Who knows? It could be cool. He could win Rookie of the Year two years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Like... I mean, he t- he would take the extension. No one turns down those rookie well, extensions. People say that, but I think that I mean, it's true. I guess no I one. If, if everyone's going to really do it, know. it might be might be Ben. Yeah, but, I do think though, Toby should not be re-signed. I understand the appeal of having Toby and Jimmy Butler and Joel and everyone on the court at the same time, but they need to use that money on depth. But they they don't they don't can't they can't use it on depth. They, even if they resign if they resign Butler to the max, and and, and Simmons, they're not going to have depth either way, basically. I mean, I think Reddick's off contract as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, they're going to have a bit more. I mean, been, they can't have less depth. Mm. But um, you are going to have to choose, I think, between Butler and Harris because the fourth guy, is only, there's only so much you can do as the fourth exactly. guy. Exactly. Like, to- Toby's a better yeah. player than the fourth guy. Yeah. Um, and for him to really maximise what he can bring to a team... He needs to do more than be the fourth guy. You're, you're wasting him, essentially. You can get another guy to be the fourth guy and do the same thing. If they got him to be a spot-up four, there's other spot-up fours in the league. You don't need Tobias Harris. He's not like a freakish defender or anything mm. like that. His role is a scorer. It's definitely not a, a freakish good one, defender. But like, it's just not a must, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not and, a must. I mean, you would, we were talking, Joshua you was talking about during the week how and try and get some free agent stuff happening, like let Jimmy and Harris go and then try and sign someone. I don't know why we never hear about Philly as free agent destinations. Though. Yeah, like, say they were to let Jimmy and Toby go, they have huge cap space. They could chase Kawhi. They could do whatever but, they want. But, you, but, my, but the point is, yeah, having cap space is great, but like doesn't mean shit if no one wants to play on your team. True, but I do think people would want to play on Philly. Like, but, why they, do, but my point is, why do we, like, letting them get a meeting with LeBron... No free agent. That was then. Now they've like... It's the same if, shit as if, last year. Yeah, I, I think the issue is nobody wants to be the third, third Fiddle. part third of wheel, it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, the, like, the free agents are too good. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kemba, maybe? Yeah, I like that. I do like I don't that. How, I don't know how they're going to make it work. I feel like Kemba's not going to pass up that Michael Jordan Hornets money. You think? Mm. Supermax money. Anyway, that's a story you for know, another yeah. day. But, um, all right, quick um, conference finals sesh. Yep. Uh, Game two just finished. Warriors 
Portland. Yeah, Warriors were down by 15 at yeah, the half. It's even 17 at one point. And but you just knew. You just knew like it was not a like, <coughs> as, as long as that, if you have a lead before the third quarter against the Warriors, you may as well just be, be tied. Because mm. in the third quarter barrage happened, Clay and Steph, man, when they're on, it's just terrifying. Yeah, and Portland did a really good job of keeping Clay quiet in the first half. Mm. And like in these games when Kevin Durant's not playing, it's the original, you know, the original crew. You need Clay open, man. If he's being smothered, mm-hmm. Steph has a lot of work to do. He can't do it all on his own, but he did today, I guess. Clay got a bit warmer, but um, so they're, they're running through the highlights right now. So like Portland's D on the Warriors was really good in the first. I started trapping a bit more, and then the Warriors countered by being super aggressive with their traps, getting out in transition. And then you got Steph and Clay flying up the court. Then Portland counted again and they they brought it back and they got up eight again in the fourth quarter i think portland played an awesome game but like it was it was a there was an interesting little tidbit i saw this morning before the game someone interviewed seth curry mm. and he, they were t- asking him like do you think the warriors are a better team without kevin durant he's like no no no, no. i don't think they're a better team without kevin durant i think they play faster without kevin durant which is harder to guard yeah. And in my mind, is does that not mean harder to guard? Doesn't that mean better team? No, because like it's 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 easy to guard, like not easy to guard Kevin Durant, but the plan and strategy is simple. You just it just like you can't. It doesn't actually affect him at all, because um, like when the when Durant's out there, there's a way less ball movement and stuff. They're kind of a bit more predictable. A lot more ISO. It's yeah. just like the the talent level jumps up so much that like they're they're better with Durant because of how good he is. But, but like, if they become harder to guard without him, does that not mean they're better? No, <laughs> I, 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 I no when it, mean, when it means you're adding Kevin Durant. Yeah, like if it, you know I, what I, I mean? do get your logic, but I also get your logic. <laughs> like, but the the fact is just that they're fucking tough to beat no matter what. Yeah. Uh, well, this one two nil down going into Portland now. Well, Portland pretty much have to defend their home court next game. I mean, they're never going to win this series. I no, think, they were not But Jake sweeps looking pretty, pretty good. good. That was good. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was a good bet. I'm like. Yeah, the boys are back in town. The bench, like the, the bench that they found in Game Six against the Rockets, I was like, that is such a good sign. The fact you're able to start getting stuff from Jordan Bell and and Looney started. Josh, we, we, we laughed at you. What did I say? <laughs> Here's Looney, the X Factor. He was in Game Six against the Rockets. Yeah. That's for damn sure. And um, yeah, Jordan Bell, Quinn Cook started to to yeah. warm up a little bit. And as soon as you Alphonse start to get yeah, as soon as you minutes. get these these bit type players contributing meaningful minutes it's just over oh. yeah. I just it's think the Warriors just, yeah. are just too <laughs> Portland so, don't have the, the the personnel on defense like they no. can't yeah. hang with them no. No. although I, I was saying to Jake before I'm shocked that Cantor is still proving valuable this yeah, deep into he, the playoffs he got exposed in game one it wasn't well I shouldn't say him but they, they really dropped him back to try and protect the rim and Steph just that was just yeah. money on yeah. the pick and roll he was, <laughs> he was pulling up and splashing licking his lips and I mean from the little bits I've seen of game two that happened today of course they tried to trap a little bit more like what Jake's saying but then it just the Warriors are too good at passing the Can- ball Cantor was a, a plus 16 at the half today today okay yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm I'm I am surprised he's he's still chipping away this yeah. well. I think pick and roll defense against these guys is just so important. It's why Tristan Thompson got paid the money they got paid when he's on the Cavs because it's just it's it's literally you need I think to. LeBron was a reason. Well, definitely <laughs> LeBron was a big reason. <laughs> but yeah, Thompson was good though. But for a big for a big of his size and his mobility, yeah, he was good. Yeah, yeah. like he he could hold up in the pick and roll defense. Like Cantor, he's a good player. But it's just like in these. 
It's the Warriors, man. Yeah. It's the Warriors. Like, people give shit to the Rockets and, like, which we probably wish we, we didn't say goodbye to them. We kind of forgot to say oh, that. Oh, yeah. Rest yeah. in um, peace. Rest. We won't give you an. We've already whatever, had one of whatever. them. But, but then, I mean, the thing on the Rockets quickly, like, I mean, Daryl Morey's whole thing has been, like, I'm trying to build a team yeah. here to beat the Warriors. Good on them. And they still, they still couldn't do it in the second round. And, like, I don't. Like, what chance is Portland? I thought Harden was good. Yeah. I thought Harden was good in this series, but he it's was. like, what do you do? Warriors are too good. What do you do? Like, yeah, he, there was some really, really I, bad turnovers I, at the end I of that think game. Their their but lack of wing depth finally did show in that series. Yes, like I they guess. just didn't have any wing defenders. Man, they had bodies, I guess, but no yeah. Trevor Reza, no Mbar Mute. Look, they were right there. It's just, it's just the talent level. Even when KD's out, it's like best player on the court is Steph. Then it's Harden. Clay. I actually think them playing faster. And KD not being there threw a real spanner in uh, in the Rockets' Definitely. plan yeah. because that's they weren't accounting for that. They would have been planning all season mm. for a different different scenario. Yeah. Um, playing fast like that that that's Harden and Chris Paul's worst nightmare. Yeah. Do you think Portland can still one? Realistically, I know no. you've got money on the sweep, <laughs> so you're a bit vested interest yeah. there, Jake. But do you think Portland can still one? If they do, it's the next game. I think they can still won. They sure. almost won this one. Yeah. Like, it could happen, but like that's demoralizing. Yeah, yeah. very demoralizing. Um, I thought I think they can definitely still game one. Still, uh, still one. Um, just thought the odds were good. Um, but, uh, let's wrap up on on the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, uh, Game one was yesterday. Such a good Cracker. series. I, Cracking I, game. I, I was saying this. I think this is the best series of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Like the, these teams are just so evenly matched and they're so good. Like mm. it was an absolute belter of a game. I thought that. I, I thought the Bucks were never out of it, and then yeah. they managed to claw back, and 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 ultimately they won. I I don't know. What do you think for the the rest of the series? I think it really hurts Toronto. They didn't get that because like Tor- Milwaukee kind of came out in a bit like game one of the Celtics series, a bit slower, which you know, a bit of rest, a little bit of rust, um, and they. I've, I think Toronto was up like eight for a lot of mm. the game, or or more, and. I think they, Nick they, Nurse definitely yeah. learnt in that game. I got to dedicate a body to Malcolm Brogdon. I can't. Just oh, Brogdon let this was guy awesome, yeah. Um, and and like you get thirty from Lowry. Career game, career game, from right? Kyle Lowry. Career, career game from Lowry. It's like I don't know if you get that again. Dude, getting roasted like earlier in the playoffs yeah. for not scoring a point. Yeah, yeah. He's actually been pretty good in he the was, playoffs. Yeah, besides, Pascal, besides Pascal Siakam was a little bit quiet in yeah. the first game. Missed a lot of shots. Yeah. Well, to be fair, he had a pretty big job on his mm. job to do in defending yeah. Giannis. That's that's the thing. I, I don't I don't know. No one has an answer for Giannis. And I think that they did a really good job game plan wise. There was like two, almost three triple teams in some places. But it's going to be interesting. But then look what Brooke Lopez is wide open. Splash Mountain was open. <laughs> oh my God. Ten rebounds, four blocks. Like, Holy tell me, shit. Tell me that's not effective. He's all, I loved, he's crazy man. Just, there's a great gif rolling around of him like doing giant alligator yeah. claps yesterday. Yeah, he gets so into it too. Yeah. Jeez, team up, great leader. I think this, I think fantastic player. I think this team's really good. Dude, their, their role players just all performed yesterday. They're all good. And I think that their their bench, they're just a little bit deeper than Toronto and their bench, they're just getting more out of it. I think Bud, Coach Bud, I think, I think that is fucking good, dude. 60-win team with MVP Giannis, man. Yeah. Like, that's... In saying that, the Raptors were winning most of the game. Yeah. Um, they definitely, if there's any team in the Eastern Conference that can take down these Bucks, they're the ones to do it. I do think, though, that, yeah, well, that in know, many man. ways there's similarities to the uh, to the Rockets and even the Warriors, well, probably more so the Warriors, where 
while the Raptors were in front for most of the game, like you never, the Bucks are never out of it because yeah. they just jack so many threes. They were ju- like, jacking yesterday. All their dudes can shoot. Like Miritich is just trailing. He'll jack threes. Brogdon yeah. hit a bunch of threes. Like Splash Mountain All their dudes can shoot threes. So it's, it's I don't know. It, it can be two minutes and the whole game can change. Like yeah. it, you can be down 10 and all of a sudden be up. Like it's, it's crazy. And what happened to Toronto's depth, man? Like they just didn't perform. They haven't performed they at all perform. this playoffs. The, the Ventures came in, Brogdon and George Hill came in, and Van Vliet and what's-his-name had disappeared. absolutely no answer. They creamed him. They, I mean, they don't have any... Uh, an, uh, I can never say his Ananobi. name. Ananobi. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, also, I thought Gasol was probably poor yesterday. I don't yeah. I think there was maybe... He just probably got tired. Well, this is the much. thing. With, when he was defending Embiid... He was comfortable in the fact that at least Embiid will try and get to the rim. Yeah, like he might shoot a three, but he's not a massive threat. The Bucks threat play or anything this five like that. out thing is yeah. crazy. The Bucks play five out, and Brooke Lopez will splash it if you don't. Dude, get he shot eleven grill. threes yesterday. Yeah, he's, and that he will do it again the next he game. Should. Like Mark Gasol, he should. I this is a Sergi Barker series. They yeah, need to get yeah. him out there big time. And he played good in the minutes he was out there. I he looked to be causing trouble. They shot forty-four three. Even even Toronto shot forty-two yesterday. Um, I, just, I think they're they're in trouble, and also the extra rest I think is going to matter. Like yeah, that series against definitely. the Sixers was pretty intense. Taxing. Like, like I know Kawhi got rested all season, but he's like his workload in that Sixers series was so high. He took twenty six shots and played forty two minutes yesterday, and he like Giannis still only had to play thirty seven minutes. Like, it's a regular season game. Well, I mean, he, he's he's now up to, to the upping like the thirty five, thirty six. We we haven't even seen Giannis fully unleashed yet, and when it needs to happen, it's going to need to happen. He's going to be able to play forty five because he's. From wherever Superman's from, that <laughs> Krypton. <is>. Krypton, <laughs> one. <laughs> like he's just insane. So, uh, so uh, are we all on board? The Bucks will squeak through this series. I don't think they'll squeak through. I reckon it's go five, six, I, maybe. Yeah. You think? Yeah, I think five. Yeah. Five games. Yeah, I got my cash on six. I, I don't know. I, I'm a I'm, bit I'm hesitant. Maybe I'm going off too early. But six or seven. I just, I just, I, I'm starting to like. I know the Celtics shat the shat the bed, but like. I'm starting to think maybe it was yeah they shut the bed but the Bucks kind of like really 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 really, good, really good like if the Celtics had matched up against one of the other teams I just wonder now if something would have been different. All right. Um, yeah, I think I, I've got I got some money on six on six six games. Say both of our predictions come true and the, mm. the finals is Warriors Ooh, versus Bucks. Buddy, is Giannis the man? Can, is, he, can is, he do it? I think no, I, I not this year, dude. I I think I'm I'm with you. Not this year. Well, I think he's the closest to anyone that this team, this Milwaukee team, is the closest that we've been. Particularly since Kevin Durant joined the Warriors. You know, I, I think LeBron beat that Warriors team without Durant. Yeah. And th- this Bucks team is in the similar sort of a mold. It's this sort of franchise wing guy that's surrounded with shooters and just good role players. LeBron is quite a striking similarity with Giannis. Yeah. And yeah. LeBron gave the Warriors all sorts of problems. Now, but he's Giannis isn't at the level that LeBron no, was at in no, those finals. You're right, but the Bucks are much better than the Cavs were. I know, but don't let's just like the Warriors, man. We're like, we're, okay, let's just pump the brakes here. Yeah, because we'll get to it. I, mean, I think we're going to get there. <laughs> yeah, but I think I, I think Giannis is only 24. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a lot more Giannis to go, and I'm terrified as a Celtics fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just think Giannis is going to be too much, and the Bucks are too good. Yeah, they are too good I think. for the Raptors. In saying that, Kawhi could pull something out of his ass. I don't know. But we'll see. 
Giannis it's, has got it's his... It's going to be more... Than, it needs to be more than Kawhi. That's the thing. I think it needs to be the, the, the role players and the supporting cast that need to, yeah. to help him out because he was good. He was, yeah. he was actually good. Kawhi yesterday. was good enough to get through the sixes. The Bucks are on that level. I think that's all I got to talk about this week, fellas. Yeah. Mate, yeah, the throat made it through. You Oof. did it. We all did it. Right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. Uh, follow us on Instagram at backdoor underscore cut, Twitter at backdoor cut, and Jakey's Twitter at Jake Eisenberg. My name's Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. Peace. Peace.